This is episode 29, which is five strategies to beat the blues, which could be more relevant because we're in lockdown number three, and I tend to go into this state of mind more than what I would do in normal circumstances. So this is one to listen to. Great, so this one is something which I think is important to speak about, and that is, look, don't matter who you are, we all have them down moments, don't we? Obviously, this particular one we thought would be important about maybe just talking about some of our experiences of having this, and that is Beat the Blues. You know, last week, obviously, we're talking, by the time you this comes out and be released, it may not be last week, but the third Monday of January tends to be the most bluest day of the year where you feel a little bit down. I think it's really important to discuss little strategies I do, but also some research what I found out out there in order, if you're feeling blue, it may not necessarily be the third week. It could be you might just have a blue day. What things can you do to get yourself out of it? Yeah, I think it's um, more relevant than most days um, at the moment with lockdown, with everything that's going on, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and it kind of more regular or it's more um, common. I think so. Yeah, definitely. You haven't got them, like, I think I was just discussing last time when we spoke about relationships, one of the ways of me just getting out of the house is just going in my car and getting a coffee. You know, Mm -hmm. that's one way how I deal with mental state sometimes, you know, just getting out. But what I've done is I've jotted down some things and I've put the number one thing, which I feel I need to do more of, and maybe a few of us do because we have to be. And that is number one, how to be more creative with having fun. Oh, okay. All right. So what kind of things would you say that kind of goes under? Yeah, well, with having fun with, because obviously we can't just go out to the bars anymore. We're Mm -hmm. not going out for food anymore. So it's things like that where we have to kind of use our imagination. Yeah. What we did on the Saturday evening is we, we made up a few cocktails. Either of you are not drinking and you can make up some, sort of like non-alcoholic ones yeah. <laughs> make a meal where it's it feels like you're being naughty but you're actually being quite good and putting yeah. what I tend what we tend to do is put YouTube on where there's a top DJ in Ibiza so we pretend that we're actually on that beach <laughs> dancing away at the beach bar you know this is one way That's I would so think <laughs> visualization at its best yeah so we really had a good time we've done the best we could with it Sarah's dancing. Obviously, she tried to get me a dance. I don't know if I'll go down that route of dancing in the front room, but you know, there's there's room for it. You know, this is where you start from. It's just being a bit more creative and letting yourself go a little bit more. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I personally have dance parties all the time just to kind of up my mood. <laughs> I've had I've had one just just before this podcast <laughs> just to get some endorphins going yeah yeah another way is having a game of cards or getting the old board games out you know, these are some of the ways last week i caught up with mate anil on zoom and we decided to do a banana challenge where it was how many bananas you can eat in two minutes i think i saw that yeah yeah <laughs> i actually put it on youtube we, we thought you know what let's record it and then maybe we'll post it as well so we ended up posting it actually got most views I've had on YouTube, which is yeah. which shows people looking for these type of videos just to have a little bit of a release, you know? Yeah, absolutely. To, to just help them up the mood and kind of have, have some fun, you know, like for no reason. There's, there's a, there doesn't have to be a reason between every task that you behind every task that you do. 
yeah but um if you live by yourself for me it's painting or it is just playing with my dog or you know dance parties for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's funny enough it was it was wednesday last week in the uk it was it was pouring down the rain the whole day and i think it was the third day we haven't even seen any sunshine Mm. and was outside I went for a walk and I come back drenched and I don't know what it was I sat down and I had this wave over me where I just felt down for no reason whatsoever and um, that's where obviously with this come up come about and also on top of that I have done something else where I've started being more creative with and in fact I'm going to share but I know when we spoke about the goals mm. I actually decided to find little pictures of what represents each of my goals and I actually did a vision board yeah that was really good I actually found that quite a good bit of fun as well like being creative with the pictures absolutely so, yeah. and it's, it's 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 actually quite it's it's quite um effective as well the vision boards so yeah. it's fun and it's quite effective because you 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 attach the goal with a visualization in your head you see what that goal looks like so it's kind yeah. of fun and yeah yeah I mean when they talk about I remember doing this course about how to member things more and one number one things is to be creative with the, the words and associate it with pictures and you write unconsciously you you remember things because it's in a picture yeah the second one and i'm not maybe so simple to say but get your nutrition on track because obviously food's attached a lot with brain chemicals you know yeah it's hard to do you know from my perspective i mean this weekend like you said it hit me it hit me like a train and you know it just it felt like there's just no end in sight and stuff. So with with nutrition, for me, it's harder. It's easier said than done when mm. it's emotional eating inv yeah. is involved. So what would you what would you say to that? I'd say as as I always say to people is if there is quite a big emotional attachment to certain foods, I wouldn't necessarily say to get rid but reduce. And I'm going to give an example for me. I've got a big emotional attachment to coffee. And it's one of the things I've got the book, which obviously I said, which I've actually bought it, the yeah. Clean Eats. But Sarah and I are actually making some meals from that over the next coming weeks because we are going to do the 21 day clean your gut challenge. But one of the things which I have to try to weaver off a little bit is this attachment to coffee. Mm. So that's what I've tried to do. I've, I'm weaving it down where I'm just having the one in the morning at the moment. But eventually, I'm going, when it comes to that 21 days, I'm going to have to get rid. So going back to what you said, number one, is to reduce it, not get rid straight away. And obviously, when you are reducing it, try to be creative with what you're going to replace it with. Something that's going to be a bit more sort of more nutritious. You know, that's the key. How much vegetables or how many nutrients can you get on one plate but still be tasty and satisfy you? That's quite interesting, actually, because I, and you might disagree with this, I'm not sure, so, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, <laughs> for the latest, um, in 2021, I've actually, I think it's my third week not eating any meat or chicken. Fantastic. Because, um, and you might, eat, you know, you're the nutritionist here, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, chick when chicken is create or you know bread or meat is bread cows are bread um the the hormones that they're injected with and the the quality of life and the way that they're slaughtered that those hormones still live in the meat that we eat right they certainly say that yeah there's a lot of evidence based on that which again when we talk about the clean eat um you have to find a local farm or get something organic and find out exactly what the animals have been fed 
exactly. that's what's really important. And like you said, if you're stopping that and there is lots of attachments to these growth hormones and chemicals, which these you know animals are being fed, which is unfair, really. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we eat those hormones, right? Yeah. It's living in the meat and then we eat them. And then it kind of, it, it adds, well, whether it's cortisol or whether it is whatever hormone it is, we eat that and then we are affected by it. So in my opinion, I actually quite relate to uh, to what you said, being creative in replacing something with something. Yeah. And yeah. once I found like meat-free sausage or meat-free whatever, yeah. um, it was so easy because it tastes pretty much the same. And, you know, once you find something to replace that habit with, yeah, it kind of, it becomes a yeah. normal thing. And funny enough, at the beginning of 2020, I made that conscious decision of reducing meat. And I yeah. actually still do now. So when I have my healthier English breakfast, if you like, I have the vegan sausages rather than the actual sausages. And yeah. I don't bother with the bacon. And I actually prefer that. And these are just some of the adjustments I made in 220, which is still 2020, <laughs> which led on to 2021. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. Which leads on to number three, which is absolutely massive for me. It's been huge. It always has been. I know it has done for years. And that is movement. If you're not the type to, even if you're not the type to work out, because I work out, you work out, but if you're listening and you're not the type who will do a HIIT workout or you'll go to the gym, how can you increase your movement? Is it a case of walking a little bit more? Well, how can you do that? Can you actually ask me? Because I'm struggling with movement right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to machines. This is what I think what this is where I struggle mm-hmm. um, when the gyms are closed because I'm more used to like going on machines and kind of doing my thing on machines and I've had to, to adapt and yeah. move to what I what I do have, which is free weights, you know, and, and then nowhere near as heavy as I, I'm used to, you know, doing yeah. at the gym. And um, so I've, I myself have joined Peloton, which is, um, you know, they've got two month free trial at the moment. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. So I feel like if by the, if by the time the gyms open, um, my two month trial ends, that's fair enough. Um, but if it doesn't, then it would replace the gym. And it's a different kind of stamina, I've realized, yeah. because they do three exercises um back to back so super sets and then a break a tiny little break um three times which is i'm not not used to that i'm used to like more of a higher energy yeah yeah Yeah. so it's a different kind of stamina and i've had to get used to that but it's good it gives you something to focus on which is the important bit isn't it exactly yeah Yeah. but i I do still struggle to, to to walk like for a long time every day i don't know why yeah i've actually uh i walk every day yeah. And it's funny, some days if if I'm if I haven't went out for a long walk and I'm going for a walk, I'll I'll say to Sarah, come and come out with me, either we walk up the road to get a coffee or something, which again yeah. when I go back to point two, the association, you see, which yeah. is one of the things I have to try to reduce. But yeah, that and on lockdown one, funny enough, I bought some adjustable dumbbells for the house, which funny story, all my gear on lockdown one was in the gym and we weren't allowed in there to get it. It was actually in my own gym cupboard. So I never had anything in the house other than using body weight initially. And then I got a resistant band and then I got some dumbbells. And just adjustable dumbbells was brilliant on lockdown one. But when I went back to the gym and went back to normal weights, in lockdown two, I just couldn't go back to the adjustable dumbbells. It wasn't challenging for me. And I got all my resistant bands back. So I then adjusted to a whole body approach resistant band workout which I got loads of benefit for. I ended up doing a YouTube video on that one. 
And this lockdown, I'll, to be honest with you, I've been more into doing a lot more walking and superset, which is a bit like you're doing, hit training. Each one is adjusted slightly different. So I haven't really found the way of where I feel like I can consistently do that all the time. But I guess it's creative, which is the important bit, which we're trying to say with Beat the Blues. And I've just realized I said Peloton, but also I believe you have a seven day trial as well, don't you? I'm doing a seven day trial for my online classes, calling it the NH Fitness Hub. That's pretty cool. It's a membership, right? Yeah, it's a membership. So it's a seven-day free trial, and then they then it's a monthly subscription, yeah. which involves five days of different workouts. You get a comprehensive Pilates and Stretch Hub workout, and I also teach you all the principles of diet and how to live a lifestyle, healthy life, you know, which is the important bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely check that out, actually. Yeah, that'd be good. I was almost going to mention that at one point for you. Yeah, number four, which I had to do on Wednesday, which is where the vision board come into, was to get myself fired up to be positive and optimistic in the moment, because most of the time I am, I had to recap on all my goals. So that's what number four is. If you've created some goals at the beginning of January and it's kind of went on a bit of a back burner, then now's the time to bring them back out and have a look at them and get excited by it again. And like I said, if that isn't working because it keeps slipping out your mind because you haven't got it in front of you where you're going to keep getting excited get this vision board done because that will really keep firing you up. I've actually got it on my desktop now. So it's Mm -hmm. not like before when I've done the vision board where I had all these bits of paper on this big poster and then I didn't know where to put the poster. Now I've got it on my desktop. It's there. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds great. And um, you've mentioned a while ago that you write your goals every day, right? Do you still do that? Or is that something that you've kind of... I, I always look at my goals each week. And yeah. I look at them on a day-to-day basis. At the beginning, it starts off quite basic. But as I go along, I get more detail with it because I kind of can see where it's going, where the journey's heading. Because with yeah. every goal, you've got to have the ability to adapt and be flexible with it because things can change, as we would have experienced in 220, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. So, yeah, the vision board is fantastic. And one of the things which obviously relates to us two, by the way, is one of the new goals which I've only just created, which I thought of recently, was I want to be on the front of the Men's Health magazine. Yes. I said, And I said it look, it, that would look amazing, and I think it, it suits you quite well. Yeah, you know, and where that comes brand. into us too, because I have to do all the due diligence to get in contact with these different journalists and speak to different contacts. So that's where it can relate, where you can come into it as well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. Which goes on to number five, which is one area which we don't think is going to do anything, but we can experience this because we do this all the time. And that is act of kindness. Mm. In the moment of feeling blue, what can you do to make someone else feel happy or just help them out? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it sounds really simple, like you said, but it, it's actually quite effective. It's by getting out of your own head and kind of looking at someone like someone else might might need your help right now, mm. you know, so kind of putting your ego aside for a second, because that's that's what it means. You know, when when you are feeling blue or when you're feeling sad, it's the ego that is feeling sad. It's like the ego that has an attachment to an outcome or to a, a lifestyle that you're not yet, a, a, you know, you know, having realized in your life right now and um, that's what it is so by getting out of that and doing something for someone else it kind of makes you feel better as well yeah an achievement yeah definitely and a little new thing which I've added in because I see this as an act of kindness is I'll go on to 
my friends or maybe colleagues or people I've been associated with over the years, I'll, I'll go on their post and I'll see something, what they've done a good job on. And I'd go, that is fantastic. Well done. You're inspirational. Cause either that is an act of kindness. Cause you're, you're giving someone feedback, positive feedback. And yeah. I find that's been nice of them going up. Oh, thanks mate. Really appreciate it. So even something so simple like that, it really does help. It really does. And you, you won't know. I mean, are these people, like, do you mean business people or? Yeah, it could be business people. It could be your friends who've just posted something on there. It could be anyone where you feel they 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 could do with a compliment of some sort of what they're doing, you know, or what yeah. they've been doing. I mean, and who doesn't, right? Yeah. Everyone everyone does yearn for that feedback. And like I said, it's, um, it's a, a human nature. Yeah, yeah. And of course, there's the usual ones that you you might know of someone who's who's struggling with um, a bit of work, what they're doing, but you've got a bit more knowledge in them. So you can say, how can I help you with that? Obviously, I would say if someone's struggling with their shopping, but at the moment, it's a little bit of a, a gray area that, you you know, with, with all this going on, that whether you can actually take someone shopping. So stuff like that, you can't maybe not necessarily be able to do, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, it, what if you saw someone fall in the street, you can't go and help them. Yeah. I mean, I personally would, but in theory at the moment, we still got to be mindful of stuff like that, which is very sad, really. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But that's, that's our, that's, that's the five points. That's them. Well, they've, they've been really quite helpful actually. And they've, um, they've reframed, <laughs> they've reframed <laughs> a few, a few of the things that I've um, had, I've had in mind as well, you know, so, um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan, for yeah. planning this. And yeah, so um, if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe and uh, review. Uh, we would love to hear from you and we'll see you guys next week. See you soon.